Hello, and welcome to Geeky Girl Gab. I'm Candace, and with me, I'm my co-host, Bree. Hello. And Vanessa. Hey there. We're talking about stories we would end differently. And we know it's kind of like, what is it? Foresight is 50-50, or whatever it is, like, that saying. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we can look back and kind of see things and be like, you know what? I have a thousand different endings that this, you know, would work so much better than the ones they chose. The creators. Mm-hmm. So one that like Vanessa and I really th- think should change is how I met your mother. Uh, please. Yes. I have literally <laughs> not watched a single episode since the finale. Cause it just ruined the entire series for me. I had to take a step back. Cause, cause he, what happened was I, you know, I usually watch it, watch things when they're re- were, when they're released in Netflix um, and then just binge them. Um, mm-hmm. So I wasn't, exactly you know i wasn't current on that season and then somebody told me how it ended and i was like you've got to be kidding me so i refused to watch it until i was in an emotional you know point where i actually could take it where i could handle it and it still was horrible but like i i at least i at least wasn't gonna start throwing things at my tv um even though i felt like it still it was, I just don't understand, like, they, they brought, so in, in a certain, in a certain way, I understand why they kind of did that, but at the same time, it's not one of those shows where you can deviate from a certain line of, because especially since people, people invest a lot of time and energy in these characters over the years. When you start things up as, as far as the, the whole Barney and Robin story, where it was like this really cool, you know, build up and then, you know, finally they get together and then they don't all that. Um, and then they end up getting married. You're like, yes, like they've, they've, they've made it. They're amazing together. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, they're getting divorced. And How? they spend an entire season on their wedding. That's I know. The entire last season is spent during their wedding and it's it's just like why why would you do that to us first of all second of all the whole i mean the whole thing of of ted and the mother really being awesome together yeah that's the problem is they made the mother amazing yeah but yeah they just made us love the mother and also something about robin and barney is they kind of hinted at it even like the first season so they built like it was slowly building and it was really good storytelling. Well, yeah, exactly. It was a very it was very good storytelling. It was um and and another thing that this is kind of along the same lines which which is where I started thinking, "Oh my god, I don't want to watch this show anymore." Was it it was the, the episode Symphony of of Illumination when Rob, when it's told from Robin's perspective and it's like the kids that she would have with Barney. Mm-hmm. And then it was and then you found out that she can't have children. I was like, really? You gotta go that real with it. Why would you do that's that? A sitcom. <laughs> Why would no, you do but that? <laughs> that? That's a sitcom that's really made me cry, which I didn't know they yeah. could do that. But another yeah. thing is they spent so many years telling us why Ted and Robin just don't work. And we see yes. why they don't work. And we agree. Exactly. We're like, this isn't gonna end well. So with them ending up together in the end, like in our minds, knowing what we know. We know that's going to end in heartbreak. Right. And I know that they wanted to bring it full circle because, you know, the, the beginning of it was, was, you know, he, him seeing Robin and being like, this is the woman for that I'm going to marry, blah, blah, blah. But, but 
and and they 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 wrapped it up so perfect, or they tied it in a bow, I think, in their minds by being like, yeah, he got his kids because he married the mom, but then she died, so now he can be with Robin. And it, it's I know that people, you know, this happens all the time as far as people, you know, people get married, there's their spouses, and then they move on, but. It, just with this certain thing, it, it's it's a little weird just because it's almost like he was pining for her the whole time, even when he was married to the mother. That's what it seems like, at least, because he gets together with her. Like, yeah, and so he really like, yeah. he really got everything he wanted. He got the kids yeah. and he got Robin. So he lived the best of both worlds, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And it, but it just, it just didn't seem right. It didn't seem... Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I'm also. I also just really love Barney and Robin so much. They, Me too. they were. They were one of my favorite TV couples. <laughs> Same, and it just. And they just they ended them, so suddenly when they had all this build up and like, oh yeah, we're divorced. It's over. Be like, okay, you just got married yeah. last episode. After yeah, exactly. And it's just no, don't like it. Don't enjoy it. And I, I mean, wonder, I just. Feel- uh-huh. I wonder if, honestly, if the show the show ran for so many years, yeah. If maybe the creators thought maybe this is a five year show, if probably they, if they had it shorter, maybe it would have worked. Because I think this is what happens is with some writers, they just stay committed to one ending. But with TV well, or book series, you have to grow. I think think that they might have had it as a possibility because I think that um, when it came to, uh, I don't even know how they filmed that last scene with the kids and they looked the exact same age. Years in advance. Okay, that's what I think. Yeah, so I'm sure that they had it. it. Yeah, they had it. They had it in the back of their minds, and maybe they were going to always end it like that. I don't know, but um, I definitely do think it went on a little bit longer than they than they thought because um, so I actually went to a talk at uh, University of Maryland with, uh, with with Josh Radner. Um, and he, he was talking about, I mean, he was talking about multiple things cause, cause now he does a lot of directing and producing and, and stuff like that, but he played that, but he, you know, he talked about a lot of things. And one of the things was, uh, something about, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said something along the lines of, um, he was joking about how he was doing this whole, like this whole, how I met your mother thing. And it's like, cause this show's still on the air because you guys just, just love us so much and won't let us go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he said it in a nice way and like a funny way, but I was still just like, huh, yeah, that that show probably is going on longer than they originally intended. But yeah, you're right; well, they did based on a true like. No, no, no. <laughs> if Barney, if Barney Stinson was real, he would be like in jail for like oh, sex God. crimes. He would be in jail. He, nobody would have been friends with him. He would have had a thousand STDs. Yeah, he would be dead yeah. pretty much. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I I thought when they were first coming out, they said something. It was based on like the creator's like true story or something. It might have been like based on like like a little bit. Like I remember the bar was inspired by like one of the places. McGee's, they hung out. In, in, yeah, McGee's in New York City. It's where they um, and I've I've been there. Um, it's, they worked it's, for Conan, right? Yeah. Well, uh, was it Conan or was it? I don't remember now, but it's, it, yeah, it was one of the late night shows. So that was the the bar that they would always go to afterwards because it was right around the corner. Um, and they actually, the, the bar now has like a whole bunch of different, like how I met your mother trivia nights and stuff like that. Cute. <laughs> but, um, 
but yeah, no. So it was they they drew inspiration, I think, from certain things. But I don't, I don't, it, I don't uh, think it was like based on any particular like story. Oh, got anything. it, got it. I mean, I've never seen the show, so like, yeah, that's why I was like, like, I don't think which, Bruno's what we're talking about. Which don't watch it; it's trash. No, I mean, no, but that's the thing. Watch it. I'm but so maybe angry. Don't watch, I watch the last season. Don't watch last season. <laughs> Don't watch the last season. Yeah, you can or the watch last episode else. even. Just I mean, watch like, the last right. two episodes. They I know it happens. Good... It's not like I know you. I know, but that's the thing is that like they have such good episodes, and it's because it's our generation's friends. I feel. I mean, yes. even though Friends is still kind of our generation at the same time, but but, we but were, yeah, like in an elementary school. Yeah, that's happened. true. Like this is this is more relatable in a lot of different ways because we were um, actually like kind of adults when this was on. So yeah, exactly. Kind of adults. Can I ask yeah. something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there ethnicity in it? I, um, nope. I don't. So there's not. So oh, no, it's not really. Is. No, there is. There is. Barney has a black brother. Yeah. One. Okay. Wayne so Brady. Is it really? No, there's oh, more. I love there's, Wayne there, Brady. There are. There I'm just are saying, more. is it really our generations, like? Our yes. generation saying if yes, like because it's not like they're it's not like they're being racist. It's just they're not, not going to be racist. Diversity. I'm just saying like diversity. You know, friends yes, don't have any diversity. Okay. Oh, I know. I've never well, really and, seen friends either. Yeah, and but but that's the thing is not not every single friend group it, in today's society has diversity. You're right. That's true. And it's not. It's. I mean, I'm not saying that's good or anything. I'm just saying that that that. It's you know, it it just is not necessarily true for for every friend. Group. No, that's true. I was just saying and it's not that they're against it. Generation saying if it doesn't Brie, have every friend group we're in is diversity because we're both mixed. Truth, this is true. <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter where we go, diversity. We're mixed. We're because we are diversity. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, how would you? How do you think you would end it? Candace, just like Barney have, and Robin together, and then the yeah. mother and Ted together. Yeah, and then that's just the that's end, it. right? Yeah. Isn't yeah, the mother it. dead? Yeah, the mother is. Yes, but that's what that's what we're saying. We would have ended it differently. Like she didn't die. Oh, yeah. Why? No, no. Death happens, though. It does. Okay, this is because this because, like I said, if you inv- if you have a show like this where people have invested so much time and energy in it. Um, and have grown to love the characters and it's not like it's not supposed to be like this heavy it's not, drama or anything. it's not this is us yeah it's it is a 30 minute three camera sitcom yes like you have to you have to end it a certain way and i mean i know that a lot of creative people i know i'm i mean we're all creative people but i know right. a lot of creative people would say that no like you know it's their baby they can end it the way that they want to but that but when you start a show like that you have to know that you can't i'm sorry <laughs> and i know a lot of people have debated me on this point but i'm very i'm very fervent about it oh is it because like you invest the time and the whole point is getting to know the mother and then she dies yeah no well well, well you know you spend it, you but... spend all this time with ted he's talking about the perfect woman and he goes through all these relationships he's get left at the altar he goes through these breakups and even though i will admit i started hating ted after a while because he was a little yeah. douchebag he's a little bit, d- so, bit of a douchebag it's true but you're kind of like you're still rooting for him and he ends up meeting this woman and she you you always think okay if they do ever introduce this mother it's she can't be 
she can't be as good as we're all picturing, you know, because she's this idealized, you know, thing. But they picked the best actress. I forget her name, but she's a Broadway star. And they actually made her flawed and like kooky and interesting. And oh, and that was his too. perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and that was and his, it was his perfect. And the thing is, is that, and then we, and, and like we said, it's also like they made us love Barney and Robin together. And so they completely, and so, this is the same. This is the same argument I'm probably going to make later, so I'm sorry for that. But, um, but you can either you can end stories in one of two ways. They can either be the the pretty package that everybody wants, or they can be realistic. And they went realistic. And what I'm saying is that with with shows like this, storylines like this, you have to go the way that people want it to. Be go and i i hate saying that because i know that it does kind of step on creative you know liberty and all this kind of stuff but it's it is a particular thing that we have gotten used to and that we actually that, that a lot of people need and i'm saying also, that because like i like you know growing up i loved a whole bunch of different kinds of series and i got really involved in everything and it was it, like i was literally like literally heartbroken when it ended in a certain way. Do you think though, and this is just me being devil's advocate, like I said, I've never it. seen the show. What? Go for it. I said go for oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen the show or anything. I, I just come from like, like I actually love like realistic things just because I feel mm -hmm. like we don't talk about realistic relationships as much as we should and, and stuff like that. However, would it be better because like how I met your mother actually do because I know she dies, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't avoid those spoilers because I didn't, you know, obviously. Yeah, we should put a spoiler really alert at the beginning of this. <laughs> Not true. like I mean, you probably it's been out people probably years. know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know about it and I've never seen the show, you yeah. know what I mean? Like anyway. I get it. Um but would it be better because how I met your mother to me, I'm like, oh well, that's kind of cool. It's like she died and like the kids, he's telling them the story that maybe like they never got around to telling. Would it be better if they did that, but then kept it where Robin and Barney were still together and he was just telling the story to his no. kids? Except, no. but except I, because the story he's telling isn't about the mother. It's telling the kids about all the women he slept with before the mother. <laughs> it true. is really I mean, awkward. Well, yes. I mean, and granted, my, I get that. So so here's here's my thing with it, is that if you want to tell that story... Great, do it. Choose a different medium. That's that's my thing. Choose a different medium. Make a movie. Make make but a make I a drama. But make I don't think like a movie would have like encompassed everything that they wanted to do though with creating not, these characters. Not, but but what I'm saying is that if you want to tell that story, then you have to tell that story in a different way than a, why? a sitcom. Because in a sitcom, people expect a certain thing. Yeah, but like, it. isn't it better to to watch something and like relate to it? But I, but you do. That's the that's the beauty of how I met your mother was the fact that you were relating to it the entire time. All this like the the all these years we're relating to all these different things, and the th and at the end you just want to be like, cool. It turned out okay, like and it did I guess in you know some some people's minds, but you want everything to turn out okay, especially when we use things like how I met your mother as not only like a, uh, a, a something to relate to, 
but also as a, a way to kind of escape the shittiness of everyday life. That's why we do, that's why we do, um, or that's why we watch movies. That's why we escape into TV shows, movies, book series, and all these different things. And I just feel, I just feel like there are different way there are different mediums for different kinds of stories and I, ways I, like, you want to say totally, something. I, I mean, like, I get your point, but at the same time, if we limit ourselves to be like, okay, only sitcoms can only have happy endings and that's it. Like, that's so I know, limiting. I know, I know. And, and I know like, that when I... I get we're, like, wanting to escape life right now because it's fucking shitty out there and everything. Like, I fucking hate it. It's why, like, you know, I only, like, watch the news occasionally, you know? But, like, at the same point in time, limiting creativity, limiting those real-world things, like, I, I just think then we're, like, hindering ourselves and hindering, like, people to learn empathy and hindering but the thing, people. Hmm. But the thing is, I don't think they're limiting creativity. I think it actually, the ending was not being creative at all. Because oh, you think they, they took the easy way out? Because they decided this ending years before because they have the children there and the children are they age one of the kids is a brother from wizards of waverly place and the other girl is from kick-ass like they are <laughs> they it was on for like 10 years so they filmed a bunch of scenes with these kids including the ending years in advance so I don't think they, I thought they they knew, okay, this is going to go on for a few years, but they didn't think like 10 years later, nine years later. So I think they're like, okay, well, we have this ending with the kids. We have to actually like kind of pivot and make it work, but we want yeah. it to go this way. So I feel like they oh, were feeling this straight. They should have been thinking about it the whole time then. Yeah, I think TV, then what you're telling me is that they strayed from their original idea and then mm -hmm. had to stray back towards it. Yeah. Right? And I think they, um, I feel like they um, were kind of going during the series itself. They were going towards what the fans wanted, which was Barney and Robin and stuff like that. But then they're like, Oh, but our ending is this, but the thing with TV TV, there's so many outside things that happen with television. Mm -hmm. Um, People might want to get off the show. There might be a writer's strike. An actress might get pregnant. Things like that happen. So you have to adapt with the show. And I think that creates some really great creativity. Yeah. Like the, the actually one of those things in How I Met Your Mother was um, when uh, Lily had to leave um, because mm. she was having a kid. And they it was <laughs> all they did was tell that joke. And she's yeah, like, it was like a really raunchy joke that Barney told, and she was so mad at him. You didn't see her for the next few episodes. Yeah, and it was kooky, and it was funny, and it was just like, obviously, you know that 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 wouldn't and happen, but it was. Allison like, Hannigan was just off having a baby. Yeah, that's pretty much what was happening. <laughs> oh, got it. True. So it was it was a good it was a good joke, and that was like something creative and silly, and I would have never thought of doing that. Yeah, I would have been oh, like, she's, you mean she's on a unlike. Muscle. Unlike an angel, where they that's, just that's an ending. Oh God, they ruined Cordelia. God, they. Okay, that's, they that's another thing. thing. We could we could talk. We could do whole episodes about how pregnancies. Who who does good with pregnancies and who like just wrecks yeah. them. Oh, I think we I think we've done enough of how I met your mother. Yeah, let's do another one. Yeah. Marie, do you have one? Um, besides like. Let's see, there's Angel, there's Lost, there's Buffy should have ended 
after well, season five, really. Which one makes you, you the most angry? Honestly, Angel. Because that was getting to be a better show than Buffy. Yeah, actually, in season three, because it was season six of Buffy, Buffy moved to UPN. Mm-hmm. And then it was Angel season three. And that w- it was really picking up steam. And, I mean, Josh had left both shows. Yeah. Josh Whedon. But Angel just had the... It was still going while, like, yeah. Buffy kind of lost it after she left, like, high school. It's true. Well, okay. Well, to touch base on both, because this is where it gets dicey in the transition of the two. Um, Buffy took a turn in season five when Dawn came into play. Mm-hmm. And is I know a lot sister? of people... Yeah, yes. that was a sister that magically appeared. Yeah, and oh. also I thought it was a bit weird that they chose a goddess to come as a big evil for season five because at the time it never fit the, the storyline. Huh? The mythos or the storyline? Like, I think that what they're trying to do with Glory, which was played by Claire Kramer. She was on Bring It On and yeah. some other shows. Um I think they were just trying to make it like this is the biggest thing that Buffy's ever had to face before because they keep trying to top themselves, right? Yeah, but it seemed out of uh, demographic, honestly. Like, there's some parts are cool. I like the nurse who is kind of playing like, like as her pawn, Glory's pawn. You know, the male nurse. I completely forgot his name. Um, same, but he was actually the. He was the the first. He was actually right? Glory. Oh, that's right. He was actually Glory. Well, she was in him, and then <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Like she would take over <laughs> his body. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Gross. <laughs> five years old now. <laughs> um, always, always, right? Um, but like, what was weird was. It just felt so out of demographic. Like, I got the first, you know? The first was always, like, in the Buffy realm. The first realm. Season. Yeah, or the, the first, first season. No, the, the first, first. The first. The first evil. Yeah. The, the okay, first, okay. I wasn't sure if you meant the first season or the first evil. No, 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 no. The, the first. Like, the actual, the first in quotation marks, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That felt, like, in demographic because they kind of had built it up. Remember with, like, Buffy seeing, you know... I guess the first Slayer, right? When that whole thing happened. That was Um, season four. Yeah. Well, yes. But still, it still was in the demographic, and I see how they led up to it. But then Glory just felt so out of whack, and the fucking Dawn came in. Sorry for my language. I hate her, so I get passionate about it. Because all of this character's purpose was to whine. Like, from season five to season seven, it was Dawn whining. And I... Oh, I wanted to strangle her. She was so do you so think it should have ended like a season four even? It would have been. Well, no, because then there'd be no ending. And then I would be like furious about it. You know what but I mean? The season five ending was a good ending because Buffy sacrificed herself for her sister for love, really. Yeah, but it still felt so out of demographic. Like that whole season didn't make sense to me. You keep saying demographic, and I'm just thinking of people. Like, no, like the the whole demo <laughs> of it. I mean, like it it felt out of. 
out of the realm, out of character, that whole out season. of the mythos of Buffy, right? Out yes. of like and out of the mythos, I, I mean demographic with which is that. We're basically saying the same thing. I'm just not saying that word. But yes, the mythos of Buffy. Like sorry, I'm just, in marketing. So when I think demographic, I'm like people. <laughs> I get that. I get that. I guess I just say like it's out of demo because it's not mm-hmm. in in cohesiveness. You know what it I mean? It doesn't seem like it fits into the canon. No, it doesn't. So that whole season five, I was sitting there. I'm like, I hate this. The whole thing with Spike and Buffy. I was like, no, they're good as like anti-people together and just to spar. I love them together. It's Buffy forever. Oh, I hate them together. Like, whoa, so much chemistry. But again, I haven't watched it since I was like a little like 14 year old girl with a crush on James Marsh. Well, I so. guess I liked I guess I liked it because it did they weren't <laughs> good for enough good for each other. They were very toxic. And so that was fine. What's the fun of it? I, I get that, but whatever. Okay. But I, I digress. I hated Dawn. <laughs> and that's my main like okay. but that but, but it, what does that have to do with the ending? That's what I want yeah. to the whole ending because she was a part of it. So like from season five, <laughs> from season five though. So season five was so out of canon to me. So when they brought breath when they brought Buffy back, I liked when they were trying to create the Buffy bond and everything, but then it just felt different. Like, and I get there's a natural shift when someone dies and gets brought back. Obviously, there's going to be a natural shift and there's going to be like, it feels different. And, you know, I like discovering things with Buffy and like her going through it. The musical episode actually was pretty good. But the whole thing, it's like, then it just turned into this story about Dawn and Buffy. You know what I mean? When before it was about Buffy and the Scooby gang. And I just really feel like once season five happened, the whole complete story changed. Like the atmosphere changed. Like the dynamic of the characters changed. Of the show. Yeah. And I just felt like this isn't the same show I started watching. So really season four to me was the true ending of it because the season five was the start of a new show that I didn't recognize. You know what I mean? So for me, would I have rather it ended at season four? Not really because I wanted it to continue. But looking back at the episodes we got, yeah, I wish it stopped at season four. Speaking of the things we wish ended, like a step before, yeah. I honestly think that um, Harry Potter didn't need the epilogue. Like, well, no, because him and Jenny can't name children very well, can they? I, they just I, go to a graveyard and point. I don't think it was I don't think it was necessary. However, I also don't mind that it's there. That's kind of my, I my think view I, on that. I would prefer if it didn't wasn't included in the movies because they didn't look right in the movies. <laughs> in their aged up makeup. I actually thought they did fairly decently on the age makeup. Like they it was did. so weird, but like it, it I thought they did okay. They did okay. It's still cuz we know they're not that age, so it's like weird, you know. Yeah. But like the epilogue, to me, I thought she was going to release a quote-unquote eighth book, and that's going to, like, walk you through. Because when I first heard about it, it was like, oh, there's going to be an eighth book, and it's going to walk you through, like, what everyone's doing and all this stuff. And I thought, it's like, oh, that's cool. But then we got this, like, cheap fan fiction for an epilogue. And, like, a part of me still thinks that the guy who wrote The Cursed Child wrote it. Because I was like, J.K. Yeah. Rowling wouldn't <laughs> ever write this. And The Cursed Jake Child Rowling just sounds like... Huh? J.K. Rowling still says Cursed Child is canon. I know, unfortunately, and I hate it. It's, whatever. I mean, 
you know what? The fact that that all that happened is fine. They could have found it, found a way to tell it way better. Yeah. Yeah. But know. yeah, I think it was, I think the epilogue, I think because, you know, everybody had their theories about what was going to happen to the characters or even just like, there was, there's so many ships in Harry Potter. Let's just go with that. Like there's so many people like, who ship all these crazy characters together. So if she ended it before the epilogue, everyone could be like, well, you know what? Maybe Harry and Hermione do get together. Maybe Hermione oh. and Draco, right? <laughs> yes, but the whole thing, I, I actually do really like Scorpius and Albus together. Well, I'm like the, all for that. But the thing is, is that like I that, like I said, I don't think it's a bad story. I think it was told poorly. Yeah, I think they got it. I think it could have been something better. Like there could have been a new dark force. You know what I mean? It just could have been told. Yeah, you're right. Better. It just could have been told better. <laughs> but still, the epilogue feels cheap to me. So I agree with you there, Candace. It feels. It was. Cheap. It was just. It was a lot of information she had to put in a very short amount of space. That's all. Well, that's it like, an, and it, I understand what she was trying to do, yeah. but I just think, especially with the movie, it could have ended at Hogwarts when they were just like, "It's over," you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't mind having an epilogue, but I just wish if you're gonna, but it just felt like cheap and felt like a fan fiction. Like honestly, I would have loved to like hear about Neville as a professor and see him talk to the class for a moment. That's why I was like, ooh, maybe the children eighth book and I'll like be a long like explanation of what's going on in people's lives, like an almost like a quote unquote like check in. You know what I mean? I never actually heard of. Um, Maybe I made it. Doing a book. Yeah, I think you were like kind of hoping for it, but probably. <laughs> I I probably just had weird expectations of things, and they manifested into this is real. No more girls. Okay. And, <laughs> yes. Okay. And one show that all three of us watched was Gilmore Girls, and you know, recently in the past year, we got a last season or a kind of mini series on Netflix and who wants to go by that ending sucked. <laughs> so first of all, I think that the first, the, the first ending, you know, before the mini series sucked and this ending sucked. Cause like, yeah, even though, so, so if we go back to the, the first one, um, which was the ended, TV series, which was the TV series. Um, it was, you know, they kind of, they, they did some good things. Um, I, I wasn't, unhappy with with certain things like obviously you know she she went out to live her dream and the entire the entire um uh, community rory. came and wished her well yeah rory and uh, the, the entire community came and wished her well and like that was super heartwarming and touching and, and you know the grandparents and everything yes and um and you know luke and laurel i do end up together but there was no there was no finish to it you know like, i feel like they should have gotten them together they they didn't have to wait until the last moment. Also, the whole the whole Logan thing, I don't understand why she. I mean, I understand why she didn't marry him. I know she was young. I know she wanted to go out and like do stuff. But honestly, that was a pretty good offer to literally have everything fall into place as like, I don't know. I think most of us want <laughs> like awesome like awesome job opportunities where they were. She loved Logan, and they had been together yeah. for forever. Um. And also they were, I mean, they, like he had, he had a stable thing going on. So she actually could have been like looking for, 
looking for a while and and ha- taking the time to like find the perfect opportunity in that area. It was just that she didn't want to stay in a particular area, which I get it. If that's how she is, that's how she is. But it's still I kind like of Logan ridiculous. Logan let her go. So like if she got an no, opportunity, no, no, not, even like not go, not go. I'm saying that's why I'm saying in that particular area, and that's why they broke up was the fact that she wanted to she wanted to go and like do all this like you know cre- you know like travel for be tr- be a travel journalist and all this stuff, uh, and not limit herself. Mm-hmm. And so I do get that in a way, um, but at the same time, it still it still kind of made me mad because I'm like, but but he's he, you guys are so amazing together, and then nothing like. Yeah, it seemed kind of, like, out of character. Like, they were together for this long, and all of a sudden, it's like, it's this or nothing kind of yeah. thing. Like, if they I, happened to, yeah. Yeah, that was another thing. It wasn't so much, it wasn't as, like, it wasn't also just her choice. It was also the fact that he chose, it's this or nothing. Well, and, it felt out of character for Logan, because I felt like he would have been like, hey, marry me, and I'll let you do what you want. Like, like I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay that's, with it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they just try to make Logan the quote unquote villain. Why do we keep on saying quote unquote? They may have seen like like the villain again, and it's like I yeah, I feel like with him for years. Well, yeah, and and he did start off as a little douche nozzle, but then yeah, but he grew grew so well. Like they both made each other grow, and that was that was the thing. Is well, maybe I mean she definitely she definitely was a part of him growing. I don't know if she ever really grew up based off of the the miniseries but uh, <laughs> very true which let's talk about that now that okay, whole so it ends i think yeah. this is like the original ending for the series because yeah. the creators actually weren't part of the last season yeah so i mm-hmm. think this goes back to how i met your mother they had a plan they're gonna stick mm-hmm. with it the mm-hmm. very last lines are our uh, very last scene is lorelei and rory talking and rory tells her mother she's pregnant mm-hmm and it's supposed to be like this, oh my god, what is she gonna do? But she's 30 something. She's a 37 <laughs> something year old woman. And it actually the whole Netflix thing was kind of sad to watch, even though it was kind of realistic in a way. Like yeah. Rory has no idea what she's doing with our life still. Millennial, classic millennial. millennial. <laughs> Probably We've eating avocado with toast so she can't yeah, afford yep. anything. <laughs> because avocado with toast is the only thing keeping us from buying a house let's Mm -hmm. remember that we're still so bitter about that (laughs) but yeah so um i think it would have been a bigger thing if she was 22 and she was like oh i'm pregnant kind of thing that would have been a big deal but at age 30 whatever yeah okay yeah you're grown. You're grown. I mean, like, I get, I get. She's still searching, and she's maybe at that that point. You know, she's still she's still at a point in life where she doesn't feel like she can take on that responsibility because at this point, like, she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have anything going. But one, she has resources. I mean, she can stay with Lorelai. It's not the fallout that like Lorelai had with her parents. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Too. She's older, and she she has more resources than she thinks. She has a degree but, from Yale. She might yeah. not get the job exactly she wants, but she could still, like, she could get a job at her old high school. Like, they offered her. She could teach. Yeah. That's just what you do when you but have she kids. Just, you have to make the, sacrifices. I think, yeah, I think the, the, the what pissed me off is, like, in the ending of both shows, it, is that it doesn't seem like either of them have grown. At the end of the miniseries, you see that, you see that Emily kind of, like, makes her peace with everything and actually moves past this this whole, you know, crazy... Losing her husband. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, losing her husband, but all the drama that was associated with her life, like, she kind of moves past it. And she becomes a stronger person because of it. Lorelai and Rory learn absolutely nothing. Nothing. They literally just, they're still the same self-involved, like, they they think everything is going to come to them because they've quote-unquote worked hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's worked hard. Come on, guys. Like, it's not... It's not just because like you have you have this this fancy degree that you're going to get the job of your dreams. Like that just doesn't happen. I'm sorry. And- well, it's true. And like I don't understand. Rory would be a great teacher. Like it just makes it feel so selfish she that didn't she doesn't want, want to exactly. teach. Exactly. No. She's just selfish. But that's the thing is that there was no real growth from any of the characters and I kind of had this feeling where I'm like, did you want us to love these characters in the end or did you just not care? Well, even like still, like when I went back and watched it for like what, like the fourth time because I'm crazy, um, maybe the third, but whatever. <laughs> um, like honestly, I hate their characters. Oh yeah, they're At, most of the people. times. I'm like they're awful people. So they're well, now that we're like adults, like before when we were watching it, we were teenagers and younger. Yeah, but- Do you think it's because we're older now and we've actually lived life and we're like? That's not the way the world works. No, I think I got it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Now, part part of it, I think, for for me, for me at least, I think part of it is that. But at the same time, like I, I kind of already, I kind of always knew that throughout the series. But but they had enough redeeming moments, and they were just so fun that I think that I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah like i was like put blinders on like yeah ignoring a bad boyfriend i'm ignoring bad characters like. yeah. <laughs> have you guys heard the theor- fan theory <laughs> that the wb tv series was actually what rory wrote in her book well the netflix series is real life that's why rory is such a piece of work uh. She's so lost and crazy. It's like, oh, like in yeah. the Gilmore Girl series, Rory's kind of a little Miss Perfect, you know. Yeah. She does have some issues, but they're saying, like, that's written from the point of view of Rory. But she does kind of get worse, as uh, even in the series, as time yeah. goes on. Um, so I think, but maybe she also doesn't feel like any anything that she, that she would be, or maybe she doesn't feel like she was. Maybe she feels like she was totally in the right for any of this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and therefore just doesn't see it. Um, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, that is, I don't know, like she would be a great teacher because like, I, I never saw Rory as someone who would be a television news host. Like I was like, you, well, she didn't want to be that. She, she didn't want to be a television news host. She wanted to go out and be, and be like a, uh, or a reporter. Yeah. No, but still like, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, you have to get on television and talk about your expertise at some point be like, Oh, it's really bad out here. See that's bombs. Ooh. Well, you know? yeah. But like, you know what I mean? I'm just saying like, I could never <laughs> say I know being just, a journal, being like a serious news journalist, you have to, go places you wouldn't usually go. You have to ask questions and you have to not give a shit if somebody's going to like curse you out. Yeah. I just feel like she's fragile. She lives in a bubble her whole life. Like I just feel like she would never make it. And that's why you appreciate the Netflix thing because like, she's like, Oh, well I could have make it. You know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, that's realistic. Yeah. And like when she, when she goes out to try and do like the news stories and she's just like falling asleep and like being bored, it's like, dude, I'm sorry, but you have to do so, sometimes you have to do stuff that you don't want to do or you do not find interesting. Yeah. There was and, plenty of times when because I was um 
I majored in mass communications and I was interning and I did stuff for um, a nonprofit radio news place that will go unnamed <laughs> that can cover some things that aren't as interesting as you would like as a 20 something you, you know, year old yeah. would think was interesting. Yeah. But I would have to listen to hours and hours of interviews and find quotes and make a story. And that's just, you know, it's not all fun. I yeah, sometimes got to do cool things like probably, a dog park. Yeah, but you probably but, you weren't know. rude when you go about it. I just felt like Rory was rude, selfish, like, and like, honestly, it's like, I felt like the writers wanted this for her. But also... Sorry, that was one thing that I wanted to say was that I I am kind of it worries me now thinking about this because I'm I'm thinking like what is this how people like older generations see millennials? Because I know that there are some people out there like that from our generation for oh, sure. Oh, no. they're ruining but, it all for us. Yeah, I know, but but we're not all like that. Like we may complain, like yeah, this hasn't fallen fallen together, and we wish it, it had or whatever. But we still do the work. And Hashtag not all millennials. Yeah. But I mean, like, in general, with um, with Gilmore Girls as a series, like, the TV show and the Netflix thing, I really think the creators had in mind, like, this is, like, Rory's dream job. But the actress, I I love Alexis Bedell, don't get me wrong, but the actress they got for the part, I was like, she would never want that. Like, look at this timid little girl who can barely string a sentence together. Like, that's not someone you would send into a war zone and be like, go report. You wouldn't send her in. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like her job, like maybe she had that dream when she was younger, but like, I feel like Rory should evolve more and they just kept her as a child. She yeah, was, that, you know, that's you what mean? I mean. There's, there was yeah. no evolution. No, there is none. And I think that falls into like the writers. You're right. Having one pinpoint, this is what we want to do with her. And then if she couldn't make it, uh, then she her world falls apart. But I really feel like Roy would be like, oh yeah, I would love a job at Chilton. I love teaching because she loved yeah. everything. That, like come on, work like and that's not, honestly like when I was thirteen, I thought I was going to be a journalist, but then I I slowly adapted and now I'm more into marketing and photography. Those still had to do. They still like there were steps in between, yeah. and you realize as you grow up also like you try things out. Like I had to write obituaries. I had to interview grieving families and I'm like, Oof. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I physically can't do this because I can't go home crying every night. Yeah. So you learn things about yourself and there are a few people who do know what they want to do when they're 10. And they do it, you know, but, yeah. but it, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, but it's the majority of us adapt. Like, yeah, we can still yeah. stay in that still like the field but mm -hmm. it's not going to be exactly what I thought I was going to be doing when I was 13. Right. I know. And then that whole Netflix part of like her and Rory, like going to the pool and like making fun of a fat man. Like oh, I was just like, uh, yeah. are they like, Body shaming. Are, are they like stupid girls? Are they like both like, she's like in like Lorelai is like 45. Yeah. 46. Like, I was just like, really? And like, I just feel like the creators just put this like bubble around them and be like, oh my God, we're so amazing. We're so pretty. Like, huh? And I'm like, what the hell is going on with these two? It just makes me like upset because I was like, I really did yeah, invest like, a lot of time watching yeah. these two. But see, 
See? Like, okay, yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Going back and all circles together. Okay, I think we're okay. getting to the end. Okay, yes. I definitely see what you mean. I did invest and then they did me wrong. But I guess like, yeah, no, you're right. But with no, Gilmore Girls, it to you. Gilmore Girls was an hour comedy drama thing. So, I mean, they do have a little bit more leeway and they can yeah. do a little and bit And I don't mind that they have flaws. I love a good character flaw. I love it. But at the same time, they thought so highly of themselves that I was like, there's no, where's the redemption? Because like for every bad character, there's normally a side where you can relate. And yes, I am talking about Draco Malfoy because I still think oh, he's no. a precious little yeah, angel we, we child. Always, we always know Kyle we're talking about Draco up in Malfoy. every episode. And Kylo Ren. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Put that this, one in there. This was one episode where I did not bring up Star Wars, but she did. But yep. I will bring up that Star Wars Rebels had the best series finale no, no. ever. No, wait. Thank hold you. on. We're doing a whole episode now with the, the best series finale, so don't worry yeah. about it. Yes. We, will, <laughs> we are not just negative Nancys. We yeah. can be positive Patties. I don't know. Is that? Okay. It's not we'll a go thing. With it. I'm making it a thing. Okay. But okay. Cool. Speaking of going full circle, I think that's a good way to end the episode. <laughs> So, Brie, can you tell them about our social media, please? Yeah. Um, so, uh, definitely tell us, like, what you think about this episode. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the same name, at and Geeky Girl Gab, and Tumblr. Tumblr as well. We definitely want to know your thoughts. Like, what what series endings did you hate? Did you wish would change? Like, do you agree with us about all these ones that we've talked about, or do you Did agree? you actually like How I Met Your Mother's ending? I would like to know who out there liked this ending. <laughs> these two are so highly passionate. I, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> be, be, be careful, I guess, if you I, – I, I don't know. The, the We won't insult you much. Well, no, we won't insult you. Um, I, I just I just see the, the murderous glare in Candace's eyes. and I, <laughs> I just Listen, don't think they exist. I think they're like big – I got everyone's back here because – I never even watched it. So I got your back. Regardless. Well, honestly, honestly, we really wouldn't want to know like the other side of the story. Like why, yeah, why you did like, enjoy it. Yeah. I would like to know maybe if you can convince me that it was a good finale, I can actually go back and watch it. Cause I literally have like the first five seasons on DVD, just collecting dust. Yeah. Ooh. Harsh. So yeah. yeah um, again, thank you for listening to us on, you know, whatever site you found us on. <laughs> uh, we're, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on anchor. Anchor, um, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. If and, you are uh, already doing so. Which... In a one, a two, a three. I'm Candace. Thank. Oh, I. <laughs>